Welcome to the 42 Podcast, where a Christian and an atheist sit down to discuss the meanings of life, the universe, and everything else in between. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to the 42 Podcast. Today, this is a secret episode. Don't tell Lindsay. But I'm sitting here with Sterling and Colin, who are going to be our game masters for an upcoming episode. And they're going to educate me a bit on, well, some gaming stuff. How are you guys doing? Good. Fantastic. <laughs> All right. So uh, I gave a quick intro in uh, who you guys are, but why don't you actually tell me a little bit about yourself? And Colin, I've known you longer, so let's start with you. Oh, okay. man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, is there anything specific you, wanna, you want me to say? Uh, anything that you would like to share real quick about who you are and why you're on this crazy podcast with me? for a secret episode so basically uh i was held at gunpoint until i uh, agreed to do it <laughs> um other than you, that you do mean huh you do mean a nerf gun there oh of course yeah for sure um yeah um uh, it's <laughs> colin is a student from my youth program and has been held at nerf point many times I always. I was about to say, do you do you take the do you take the little orange bits off and put little like thumbtacks on the end? He wishes he I, could. <laughs> <laughs> Only for you, Colin. Only I know. for you. Right. Nah, but seriously, um, I don't I don't do too much. I work a lot, and then I play video games. Uh, I've I'm pretty experienced in D and D. I did it for like a solid year and a half with uh, with a good group of guys. All um, right, so uh, Colin, something real quick. You started telling me. Uh, right before we were doing this, that you were playing a video game. You you want to give me your review, 10-second review of that? Oh, yeah, I was playing Cyberpunk. I mean, to keep it family-friendly, uh, lots of robots, um, cybernetic. A lot of dirty stuff. A lot of dirty stuff. Yeah, it's, I, it's, uh, it's a pretty cool game. Think of, Blade, think of Blade Runner. Oh, I love the Blade Runner. Okay. Yeah. Well, let, let me Blade Runner with Keanu Reeves. Okay, but now let me rephrase this question: Are we talking about original Blade Runner with Harrison Ford, or are we talking about the the second Blade Runner that I can't even remember the name of? I feel like Colin can help you out better on that one. What do you think, Colin? Have you seen you any of the Blade Runners? I haven't. I have not seen the Blade Runner movies. They're well, confusing. I think we'll have to fix that at some point, man. We're gonna have to have yeah, a movie maybe. night for sure. So. All right, so Colin, you are you've played D and D. You are truly much more of a video game guy. I get my recommendations from you a lot. Oh yeah. So, and you are a stu- former student because now you're a young adult. Mm-hmm. So yeah, okay, that's that's perfect. Sterling, uh, you, I, I've just recently gotten to start knowing you, but uh, you and I have geeked off a lot on some stuff but you oh, yeah. want to share a little bit about who you are and uh, I have a feeling we'll get into the geekdom for a moment oh of course yeah well starters I'm the mega Star Wars fan like that's I mean I'm wearing oh. shirt pants <laughs> my background's the Battle of Hoth right now like I 
Star Wars is something I've always grown up with. Like, I mean, I've been at every premiere. Like, I was an infant, but I've been at every premiere since Phantom Menace. So I, I feel like I have it, some street cred when it comes to the Star Wars fandom. Um, I haven't, you know, when it comes to D and D, I haven't really played actual D and D. I've played Star Wars versions of D and D. So <laughs> I feel like this is where that conversation is going to sway more towards. <laughs> well, but th- that's part of where my desire in talking to you guys is because my whole experience with D and D comes out of the eighties and nineties and the satanic panic. Uh, you know, I remember a friend of mine was given a D and D game for his birthday and you know, we're kids. We get the thing out of the box and we're excited because it looks like an awesome game. And so we start going through it and we're like, wow, okay, we'll try this tomorrow. Go back over to his house tomorrow. And the game is nowhere to be seen. And I'm pretty sure my mother called his mother or his mother called my mother. And either way, they were both out in the backyard burning it. See, that was, that was always the problem about living in such a small town. It's everybody knew everything. So you couldn't have any fun without 10 seconds later, you're turning around and your mother's right there with either a, a newspaper <laughs> in her hand or something saying, get your butt in the house right now. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny. Uh, when I was like 12, I uh, kind of got into D&D a little bit. Not too much, but uh, I remember my dad telling me that it was like satanic and stuff. I'm sure he was joking, but it's just funny you brought that up because I grew up hearing the same stuff. And then I played games like Oblivion, uh, <laughs> which a lot of people like really didn't like. Mm hmm. I'm playing yeah. uh, I'm playing Dragon Age right now actually. I'm going through the whole Dragon Age trilogy right now. All right, so um, if we're confessing what games we're playing, I'm playing Doom Eternal. I I'm not sure it gets any more satanic listen, than the Doom Marine killing demons all the time. Well, <laughs> like I've said to you before, can we we can kind of consider that a Christian game? I mean, you're you're doing the God's work of taking out all the the arch demons and everything so yeah, except <laughs> Doom, for the Doom's fact that he's Christian just man. as evil i mean uh, all right anyway anyway <laughs> but yeah a, a good portion of why i i'm picking your guys's brain is you have a lot more experience in uh dungeons and dragons than i do and as Lindsay and i have been talking through different things and uh different parts of life together one of the things that i kind of subtly determined and she knows this is in the work she doesn't know the full extent of what my plan is but i want to create a scenario for her that is dnd-esque of testing her morals and how far she would be willing to go to do something that is right but wrong and so the scenario we talked about in the initial planning for this was let's kill hitler and what are your guys' thoughts on, on that? You want to share it, it, in the scenario that we started building? Let me rephrase it that way. You find yourself going back in time and have the opportunity to kill Hitler. Would you guys kill Hitler? Of course. I, I, don't, I, I don't. Listen, even I don't care what people say. Even baby Hitler needs to go. I'm, I'm, I'm on board with the, the baby bit Hitler one. I'm going to be really, really honest with you. <laughs> All right, listen there, Deadpool. Cool your jets. <laughs> I personally, if given a chance, would decline it. I believe that uh, as crappy as things can be, I think things happen for a reason. And um, I'm not about to uh, sway the future by changing the past. 
But isn't our only one, like, good little, like, thing is we don't have, like, it, that's our only thing we don't have to worry about is changing the past? Isn't that one thing we right. talked about? Hold on. Hit pause for one moment. Alexa, drop in on living room. Okay, dropping in. Yes? What are you guys doing? Oh, sorry, I'm just doing... Yeah, you're bringing down the house. Knock it off. Okay. I love you. Love you. Alexa, Bye. stop. I'd be terrified if I had one of those things in my house. I'll constantly, I'm outside. What are you doing? <laughs> it, well, yeah, what were you saying a moment ago about uh, your mother, you know, rolled up newspaper? What did you do? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now I have a robot voice to yell at them. Anyway, all right. So we were talking about killing Hitler and Colin, you were saying about how you wouldn't and Sterling, you were about to postulate something. Um, I was, I was going to add, um, I do remember we did talk about, I don't know if we're still going forward with it, but the whole, uh, if we do kill him, no matter in what state of life he's in, do we not like, is, will that change the past or will that, will, will the, or the past, or will not, let's not say the past in this pretext, the future, will that change the future or will the future be like, will there still be a lot of bad stuff? Let's just put it in that layman's term. No. And I, that is absolutely the biggest hang up in all of this. And uh, you know, in this scenario, I will preface it up front of there are no timeline temporal consequences to killing Hitler as it is now is how it would be. The only difference is, is instead of millions of, people dying in the holocaust they just won't yeah okay. oh in that case yeah i'd go back and do it but uh <laughs> but i mean if we're gonna talk in the context of like reality Butterfly effect yeah yeah i would yeah. not i think i think there'd be a bigger and badder hitler that would rise up if past oh, hitler i mean there was multiple people worse probably probably worse than him that was underneath him let's if we're, if we're talking hierarchy, let's look at Iron Rommel, not even Rommel, no, or uh, Himmler and Goebbels and Goering. Yeah. And, the, yeah. Whole, the whole of them, each and every one of them was rotten. And I mean, they are each responsible for horrible atrocities. But at the end of it, it, it does come to Hitler for me where it's okay, you, you know, take the head mm -hmm. and hopefully the rest crumble and it never materializes but that this is getting into speculation what mm -hmm. i want to do oh, yeah. is i want to give a very clear you could kill this one person and save millions of lives or you could not kill this one person and not save millions of lives but then add in complications of and this is where the dnd &D stuff comes in and i need you guys to help me with this of uh creating the scenario then of if she doesn't successfully by the roll of a dice kill Hitler what happens what are the consequences are there mm -hmm. other deaths that now happen so when you build a D&D &D campaign what are some of the things that you look to add in or create as tension points do you want to go first Sterling? I'll let you go first because like I said you're more <laughs> at least knowledgeable on this aspect of D&D &D. like, like I said I can Usually when I play like my form of D&D, &D, I play a game called Star Wars Rebellion, which mm -hmm. 
you're either the empire or the rebels and you have to take over star systems and all that but it's got D elements where you have to be like okay um you you're encountered by a star fleet do you run or do you attack them and if you attack them how many ships are you going to lose how many like what what's the outcome is completely random every time you could be yeah. going against a, a death star and miraculously destroy a death star for sure uh and sterling actually did a really good job uh, explaining that um when he was saying like the outcome is different every time when it comes to building the D game uh the dm the dungeon master kind of makes the story that you follow along but then mm -hmm. he is free to add in whatever he wants at any point he wants so you could be getting done with the <laughs> battle and and you know you be like oh my god the gestapo just came in out of nowhere yeah Here comes yeah like werewolf, werewolf gestapo yeah you just got done <laughs> fighting fighting a dragon and you lost your only healer in the group and now you're getting swarmed by goblins right like that wasn't part of the story that was something he added in so so yeah i mean definitely in the context of of hitler um you know if you don't kill hitler you know it could be security around him tightens and as a result the ss go and and kill more people because hitler's now under threat you know um so yeah. so there's some freedom i think that we have to add tension points um, okay like that because i yeah, feel like and, that's, I mean, that's the that's the whole beauty of a D, &D game it's like you're you're going on this magical adventure that you have no idea what the outcomes are going to be you don't know who you're going to lose in your party you mm -hmm. could be playing for i mean i know our increments 30 minutes but we could be playing for two days and all of a sudden your character dies now you got to sit there for another two days just watching your friends have fun and you're just like well that's D, &D free <laughs> okay so i there's a freedom to add in additional story elements to create tension even for sure. after creating the yeah. original arc for sure right yeah and i mean i i want a situation that that has that tension i don't want to Part of the other piece of all of this is also balancing sensitivity because World War II, everything that that time period has in it is atrocious. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, that's, that's war. War is hell. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, it, it also gives a standard point that most people outside of a select few special crazy people can agree mm -hmm. on of Hitler needs to die. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, all right. Yeah. Um, Explain to me a bit about dice then, because I've got dice sitting in front of me, and my understanding of dice is, you know, the D6, where, okay, I roll this, I get one to six, and that determines my moves on a board. But what, what are each of these dice, and why do I care about them? There are so many different ways to use dice in D&D. &D. Um, there's so many generations of D&D. Uh, that changes the rules every time. But the easiest way to, to understand how the dice works is you have your D4, D6, and D20. That's what I always played with. Every weapon that you use, you roll a certain dice for. So for example, if you have a paladin with, with a two-handed weapon, you're going to roll a D4. If you roll high enough on that D4, you get to roll your D20. So the D4 basically means 
if you roll high enough, your attack is successful, the d20 will determine how much damage you do to your opponent. So the closer you get to a 20, the more damage you do. Um, If you roll a nat 20, which means natural 20, you roll it, get a 20 the first time, instant kill. You win the battle. Hmm. Okay, How so good is Lindsay's luck? What's, what's, what's Lindsay's luck like then? I, I don't know. She actually just went and played D&D, her first D&D, about a week or so ago. So uh, okay. I don't know. I haven't asked her, and she hasn't responded yet. I asked how that night went, and I don't know. So uh, I guess we'll find that out, won't we? Yeah. <laughs> Well, but again, I guess that also comes into the element where I can then be a bit of a jerk with the story of, oh, you rolled a D20. Yay. You perfectly <laughs> killed Hitler. No other deaths. Oh, time traveling Hitler comes in the past and kills you. Yeah. You can do that. You could, you, 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 you mm-hmm. can do that. That's, that's the great thing about it. You could do something completely yeah. ridiculous like that. Or you could I do, but... she, rolls, she rolls a 20. Oh, you killed Hitler. Turns out it was just his body double. Turns oh, and out that's... it was Jar Jar Binks. Uh, I now Jar Jar. That is someone I would kill. I hate Jar Jar with a passion. God, I I would not lose sleep if I killed Jar Jar. Man, I love the Clone Wars, but any episode he was in, I would skip. I cannot. I got. I, I, I gotta. I gotta go cover my my Jar Jar Banks back there. Is the ears, man. Ah, <laughs> uh, poor Jar Jar. He does take a lot of hate. He's a sick one, man. I don't actually disagree with that theory, but that's that's diverging. He's a Sith a Lord in the in the in the Shakespeare book now. In the Shakespearean book, he is he is a Sith Lord. Like he oh. he it does he does come out as a Sith Lord, and like he has his own like weird monologue where he's like, "I'll play this clown," but in reality, I'm using them to move my motive to get to the Coruscant and start the war. This puppet Palpatine thinks he knows what's best, and all this stuff, and it's just like. Oh my God! What's <laughs> all right? We're veering off into geekdom, so I'll, yeah. we'll start wrapping this up real quick. Okay. But uh, so the recommendation you guys have for me is, uh, as I understand it, with designing this, and we came up with some of the premise, but I have freedom to add additional elements as the conversation with Lindsay and I plays out, and to effectively keep the game in a fluid state to some degree it doesn't have to be every roll of the dice is predictive i there there is still fun right. in the uh the additional elements all right very cool yeah, yeah. it's 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 but that's the thing it's easier said than done so yeah i this is going to be the first time i have ever done anything dnd-esque so uh because I know you said you want yeah. to do it in like a 30, 30 minute increment, which I mean, it's not terrible, but just like, yeah, a, I mean, like we're said, just doing a quick things. scenario. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the episodes have been about 30 minutes long. So, right. um, yeah. you know, it, it'll be, uh, the intention of it it's is to have exciting. fun with, yeah. And, you know, I'm a big Bond fan and this will be episode 007. So it's, yeah. well, what kind of secret agent mission could we do that tests morals? So, and Lindsay and I have talked a bit about this. She'll probably reach out to you, possibly reach out to you guys at some point in the near future to create a uh, torture test of her own in a similar oh, fine. fashion fine. with me. So, uh, yeah, you'll, she, she may get you guys to help with that and we may have you on again. We'll see. But uh, 
One last question for you guys before we wrap up. And Sterling, I'm going to hold you to a time limit on this. Without okay. <laughs> any spoilers, what did you think of Friday's episode of The Mandalorian? I'll let Colin go first in that case. <laughs> wow, really putting me on blast there, buddy. Appreciate it. Oh, man, without spoilers? um, I don't know what to say other than I really enjoyed it. I think... I think it's definitely um, gearing up for something big, but I don't think we're going to see that pay off until season three. I'll say if you've seen the 1953 uh, classic, uh, The Wages of War, that's exactly what the uh, episode is. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But no, um, I all, and the other only thing I'm going to say, and I don't think it's going to be much of a spoiler since I'm sure we all know who's in the show now. Uh, seismic charge. That's all I'm gonna say. That's that's yeah, really bad, yeah. that the best sound in Star Wars, and yeah. I I will leave it just with the prediction I keep emph- yeah the prediction I keep emphasizing with with you guys. The end episode. I this is a prediction, but the end episode will involve the last minute appearance of Thrawn and Ezra or the last minute revelation that season three is all about Thrawn and Ezra. That's, that's my prediction with where they've gone. I I think that's what they're setting up by the way. That's, I feel like that's the safest, that's the safest one. I feel like that out of all, out of all theories I've heard, that is probably the safest one. By the way, I also add this green, green is a very good color. (laughs) Yeah. That's going over your head. Yeah, yes, it is green. Oh, yeah, yeah, it yes. is. Yeah, it is. Yes, right yes, there. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. I, I, when the- I, I like it. I like it. Um, especially since there's no more yellow. I like the red instead of the yellow. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry, yep, green and exactly. Red. All right. Yep, yep, yep. That's our, that, that was our, that was our, that was our live action holiday special last episode. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the 42 podcast bonus episode that we're not telling Lindsay about until after episode 07. So, (laughs) Lindsay does not need to know. But thank you for listening. If it has earned it, please take a moment and rate, review, and subscribe if you want to join in the conversation. Thank you. Thank you.